0: welcome 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 everyone thank you for stopping by again to my table so we can have a discussion let me introduce myself i am Munin, the raven and i am about to go ahead and start my live on facebook which you can also um go ahead and join me there Hello everyone, I am just waiting for you guys to tune in with me today, um, as always I take notes, <laughs> and of course we are going to continue working on understanding our way of thinking. Because that is very important. Let me make sure that all this stuff is like up high. Give me one second, guys. Let me zoom. back. My uh, medium volume up. Thank you. 29. All right, my bad. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that my volumes are up so everyone can hear me. All right. So welcome, 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 everyone, again. Thank you for stopping by. And um, <clears throat> I stopped my first live because um, we did have guests, and now I'm starting all over again. <laughs> so um, today we are going to continue following up on understanding your thinking because I left off on my last live and I was talking about um, how our thinking patterns and the way we think is attached to a belief system. So, in order to figure out these things, you basically have to dig 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 deep within yourself to figure what these things are so I gave a couple of um exercises or questions yesterday so if you want to revisit that um you can. I do apologize to those on my Table Talk um podcast. I did not record the um the audio, but I will try to see if I can pull the audio from my Facebook video so then I can add that um for you guys as well. But because you guys are listening and you were not able to here yesterday's um whole uh live, or we able to tune into the live. I'ma just do a little small recap of what I was speaking of yesterday. Um, yesterday I spoke about understanding or learning how to sit and hold space for others so the first thing you do that is by understanding yourself uh you have to learn how to practice silence within yourself and you have to learn how to listen to certain aspects of yourself that become triggered these aspects of yourself that become triggered will eventually lead you to the source of where this belief system or these habits or the reason why you react this way, you'll find that out as you go through these exercises and you journal. I journal a lot. It's very important to journal. It's very important to have conversations with yourself and consult with yourself. Um, So, the things that I discussed yesterday, um, as far as when you're sitting with your thoughts, your reactions, and your behaviors, um you are sitting to understand how it makes you feel in the moment as it's happening. So once you're triggered, how does that make you feel in that moment? What are you thinking in that moment? And who is causing the reaction? Within you, and I'm not discussing about like the person that is triggering you outside of you, but what within you or who within you has caused you to react this way. What situation, what trauma? That's what I mean. But that's what I was talking about yesterday, and today we are going to go and we are going to do um a challenge it's a five-day challenge i will commit to it too because i am doing it and this is a challenge where you are going to learn how to let go of old and limiting belief systems all right. You can pick as many as you want. I wouldn't pick too many because then you're going to be all over the place. But if you want to pick the max three, then that's perfectly fine. Um, I myself might pick two because I'm identifying very much with two. And it's two that I really want to work on. But um, <clears throat> the key is to... This exercise is for you to let go of these limiting beliefs. Bear with me. Okay. So, tackles one to three limiting beliefs that are no longer serving you. And you're going to need pen and paper. Um, for some, being in a space where it's... Um, the lights are dim, it makes them feel safer. It makes certain aspects of yourself that are hiding in the shadows uh, not feel so intimidated. So those are that's gonna be your your goal okay it's gonna be your goal but again like I've said before the goal is not the priority it's just the spark it's just the the motivation okay it's the process that you are going to be focusing on so that you can start, so you can let go of these limiting beliefs or these things that are no longer serving you. So I want you to sit down and I want you to ask yourself how these beliefs are holding you back. So with that being said, I already pulled a card for my shadow deck to see what belief or what shadow a lot of people are dealing with. You can interpret it however you want when I show you the card. And I'm going to let you look at it. I'm going to let you sit with it for a little bit. And then I'm going to discuss the card. So the card that I pulled today from my shadow deck is hiding your true self, and this is what the card looks like. Let's see if I could take the glare out. Think if I position Okay, so there, that's the card, right? And it's talking about. Hiding your true self. Now, in this card, and this is an identity, this is a, a thinking process that many of you have adapted in order to either fit in into society or to have other people like you okay so this one speaks of hiding the true self or hiding your true self the thing about this and about shadow work is whether you are the individual at the front line of your shadow work or you are the individual on the back end <clears throat> Of your shadow work either way it's you I said this yesterday and crazy because it's repeating itself again today so it seems that some people still need to be reminded okay so we're going to work today with this limiting belief system Because this is no longer serving you. Hiding your true self is no longer serving you. So, how has hiding yourself, hiding your true self, how has that been holding you back throughout life? I want you to take a moment and I want you to think If you have to go back down memory lane, you are more than um, allowed to do that. Okay? But how has that belief, that way of thinking that you've adapted, that habit, that defense mechanism, how has it been serving you throughout your life? How has it been holding you back throughout your life? You could take a minute. You could think about it. Let it marinate in your head. Because this is why I always discuss reflections and mirrors. And I mostly speak of it when it starts to manifest outside of you. This card is reminding you, no matter how you want to cut it, it is always you who will be reflected back to you. So when you are picking up on certain behaviors, certain belief systems, certain things that irritate you, or cause a reaction in you it's being highlighted because it is something that you must address within yourself so again whether you are standing in front of your healing process or in front of that mirror or in front of that reflection or behind it either way it is you So no matter what you can't hide from yourself. So now you have to think to yourself. Um why is it that you have been doing this currently now? How have this how has this belief kept you in fear of really showing your true self? What are you afraid of when it comes to showing people who you really are? Is it because you don't know who you are, which that is okay. And that's the whole reason of this process is to get there. Or because you're starting to see that the very things that you dislike in others you have become but that doesn't mean that it's set in stone that identity this is what the work is for this is what the healing is for right hiding yourself has become a survival instinct for you it's something that you've have acquired throughout your life could have been through your childhood whatever period of your life and trust me we all go through it we all go through that molding ourselves to the belief systems and how others operate and then it's passed down to us so don't feel ashamed about it because a lot of us do it a lot of us do it still even as we do our healing work and sometimes it's because you don't know what's hiding underneath the shadows unless you go there and many of us don't like going there so do you want to continue on this path of this false belief system where it continues to distort your perception. Because if you're hiding yourself, there are things that you have to upkeep. If it's not authentic to you and it's a lie, then you have to keep that lie. And in order to do that, you also have to sort of distort your own truth so it can fit that lie. So do you want to continue on with that pattern? Or do you want to adapt a new system? Yes. When you start doing this work, Are you going to lose people? Definitely. Is it going to feel like a lonely road? Absolutely. Okay. Is it going to be complicated? Yes. It's going to be very complicated. It's going to drain you. There are going to be times where you're going to be doubting yourself and who you are. But that's because you're still figuring out and you're still peeling and pulling apart layers that aren't yours. You're shedding old skin, skin that doesn't belong to you, to reveal the final product, which is you in your authenticity before all of the experiences and all the trauma and the wounds and things of that nature. Okay, so... We all have parts of ourselves that are what are considered good and what are considered not acceptable by society. You're not the only one, I'm not the only one, but you always have a choice in which direction you want to go or how you want to use your power. You can use your power to rebel the rest of your life. Or you can use your power to heal within and then direct others who want that and are committed in that same direction. So you always have a choice. But if you're committed to shadow work. You cannot hide yourself from yourself. It's impossible. I keep telling you, you will replay your stories over and over again. Until you get sick of it. Okay? Let it be uncomfortable. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable not to instill fear in you but for you to face that uncomfortability. Sit with it. Understand it. And realize that not every experience is going to be the same. If you prematurely assume what's gonna happen then you are going to stifle not only the experience but your own growth because you're running away from what you've been so used to protecting yourself and it's not even you don't even know if it's true or false but it's a trigger And that's all you need to know. It's a trigger. And this is where I wanted to go with understanding your, understanding your thought process and how it can also stifle, or should I say prematurely stop you from doing your shadow work. So yesterday, I was discussing different um, different um, types of of thinking processes or thinking how people think, and I realized that I do two things, and these two things can keep me in a in a cycle or in a pattern. I could say I want to blame it on me naturally being an observer, a theorist, and I like to see if my theories are correct. But then again, that's a belief system that has been... It hasn't been helping me in any way. So, let's go to first discussing... Polarized thinking. Because that's the thinking that I have. If you want to understand what type of thinking or how you think and process things, you can look it up. I know that I am a polarized thinker. So, a polarized thinker Basically, it's a person where either everything is all good or it's all bad. There is no middle ground. Right? So, for example, with my learning journey. I was viewing it from a polarized point of view because the way I was looking at it was if I have to heal, once I get on that bandwagon, everybody else has to follow behind me. And if it doesn't go exactly as I envision it, then I abort it altogether. So it's a all-or-nothing type of thinking. So, for example, if you wake up in the morning, and this is a really good example, this is how having polarized thinking can distort how you think and then make you fall into negative thought processes. Alright. So, for example, let's take your shadow work. A lot of us go through periods where we stop, where we go, where we stop, where we go. If you see that you do that, you might be a polarized thinker. And the reason because I'm saying this is because Because you are unable to see the progress, the way you think it's supposed to look like or what it's supposed to look like, right? And then you have a setback. If it either doesn't go perfect then you prematurely stop the process. That is polarized thinking. You can be swayed emotionally depending on what happens outside of your surroundings to you. So instead of looking at it as, okay, it's just one incident I can recover, you look at it as, it's one incident of many that are to come. So why should I even bother and try? That is where it distorts your thinking. It keeps you in that negative pattern keeps you in that negative habit. It feeds your ego, <clears throat> okay? Here's another example. So you can understand a little bit more what this looks like. So then when you sit with yourself and you're going through these little exercise, if this looks familiar you might be a polarized thinker. So here's another example. Let's say at work, you get every month, five surveys, five reviews. Out of the five reviews, you get one review and that review, they score you a one. But the other four reviews are scored perfect, fives. But because everything isn't exactly perfect, all of them are not fives. Now you're thinking in your head, instead of looking at the four, you know, that were good, the progress that you made, you might not have even notice you know where you made progress because you were so focused on that one that wasn't perfect now you start thinking to yourself oh I can never please anybody or why do I even bother to try and be so courteous and empathetic when people don't appreciate it So then what happens is when you start thinking like that, what happens? You start to revert right back to old patterns. That is polarized thinking. To combat this and what I am noticing for me, like today it happened to me and I wasn't going to do my live. I wasn't going to do anything. But it was very minute to the reaction that I gave it to the energy that I gave it, <clears throat> and when I get into that polarized way of thinking, I do this all other thing that I just um, was reading about today is called reminiscence. <clears throat> So when I get into that polarized state of mind where I think everything is like if one thing goes wrong, everything else is just going to happen. When I know very well that it's not that everything is going to go that way, it's how I'm shifting myself and because I'm anticipating that the same thing is going to happen right now i'm shifting myself and reverting to old habits and old ways of thinking just in case that happens so that my reaction could be supposedly can match the the issue or the problem but the problem is not that the problem is the way of thinking so when i get into that that way of thinking I do this thing where because I'm aware that I'm doing it I start to sit with it I start to become I meditate I write I overthink it I overthink the process the system I overthink what am I going to do next? How, how can I react differently? Right? And it starts to become an obsession. It's okay to it's okay to reflect. Okay? But this what I'm talking about because I know it happens to me. It's like a double-edged sword. Because then you don't move forward, you don't move backward, you don't move nowhere. You just sit there in observance. Like, and you feel like there's more and there's more wisdom and there's more that has to be given to you. And you don't take no action. That, it can be a problem. The dictionary defines it as the process of carefully thinking something over, pondering it, meditating on it, to the point it becomes an obsession and a repetitive process of behavior. So if it becomes in a repetitive process behavior, it starts to become a part of your belief system and now it becomes a part of your identity and then what happens is that anytime you are faced with something that you feel you have to overly analyze, you're gonna sit and you're gonna stay stuck with it. A lot of people don't know how to move themselves out of that. Today, I just said, I'm not gonna let it stop me. I'ma feel whatever it is that I felt at that moment I got myself ready because I was on a mission. And I said, I'm going to let it go because it's not that serious. And I started to do what I had to do for my life. But a lot of people don't know how to step outside of that. If you don't know how to step outside of that process, I would say do what I did. Basically, accept it. That is a process that you have in your programming that you're going to have to probably also deprogram. Accept it as a part of your process. Accept the feelings and the thinking that comes with it. But don't stay and sit with it. Let it go through you. And just go on about your business. It is a process. It is a process of over And it can be due to hypervigilance. It can be due to you always feeling like something is going to happen. So you have to be extra cautious of every step that you need to take. And that is something that you also, if that's the case, you need to sit with that. So, in this, no more hiding. In this, you're going to face yourself. You're going to take the time and the patience with yourself. Okay? But you have to sit with yourself in order to understand why is it you do these things? Why is it you hide? Or feel like you have to hide anyway. And I always say if you have to go and seek therapy, seek therapy. I do it. There's nothing wrong with it. So, that card tells me that A lot of us are just too worried about what other people think. A lot of us are too worried about if I am who I am or I reveal my true self, I am going to lose a lot of people. The reputation that I have built, which is a false reputation any damn way, might crumble. I might lose relationships. My loose friendships. But at the end of the day. Would you. Rather. Do that. And be your authentic self. And be happy. And everything is in alignment with your authentic frequency and energy. Or do you want to continue hiding yourself behind a cloak. With your head down trying to shrink yourself and hopefully hide. So sit with this belief, this way of thinking. Sit with it this week and figure out who told you you had to do that or why you had to do that. And it could be that it might be something that has to do with your sexuality. It might be something that had to do with a past trauma, but sit with it. So I'ma move to my other cards. Cups, 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 cups. And I pull these to show you what can happen when you let go of a specific belief system and you start to adapt new habits? And I gotta look at the time here soon because I have to make sure that things are in order and dinner is in order, and I have to get laundry done. But so adapting a new way of thinking. First, of course, your triggers. You have to know them, whatever the case may be. You have to understand this also. Throughout life, no one and no one and no one, and I'm going to repeat this again. No one is going to walk on eggshells to make you feel comfortable. This is why you need to learn how and why you react to certain things So when you do come across these situations again, you don't go from zero to 100 real quick. And then you do what I do or do what I used to do, you know, like feel guilty and ashamed because I lashed out. But then a part of me felt like I was justified. But then a part of me knew like, nah, you were overreacting. So I tell you guys, I'm telling you guys what is what is gonna happen when you release this false belief and this false identity. okay? There's no need for you to hide yourself anymore. And you're beautiful. why do you need to hide? You're magical. There's reasons why people gravitate towards you. A lot of us say, oh, it's um it's trauma bonds. But in the beginning, when people gravitate towards you, it they're seeing your authentic light. Because when you first meet someone, you're open. You're completely open. You're open to that experience. So what they are seeing is the authenticity. Is when you start to have those fears and those negative thought process and that your thinking and your beliefs start to kick in and all that that it becomes a problem but always people usually always fall in love with your authentic self because believe it or not that is what you show all right so You're going to feel, like I said before, through this transition of you peeling these layers, these false layers of yourself, these false beliefs, you start changing habits, your thinking starts to change. Everything within you that starts to also change, outside of you also starts to shift. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel lonely, it's inevitable. You're going to have times where you are going to try to explain something and it's not going to make sense to other people. And that's why many of us, as we go through this transition and we start to heal and really get to know ourselves, we become more and more isolated. Because it comes to a point where it's hard to have conversations. And you're not going to dumb down your frequency or bring your frequency back down to have a conversation with a person. So you start to sort of go through that nomad until you find your tribe and that's another thing about this this is really about also believe it or not finding your authentic tribe you are as you heal you will become a light and a guide and you will have charges And those charges, I wouldn't say they are, like, your responsibility. But there is a purpose there. And it's for you to guide them to their healing. Not to stick with them, not to attach yourself to them. Not to fall in love with them, to guide them. But let's talk about this Eight of Cups. So this journey, you'll feel lonely because you're going to be moving away from an old system that you've been carrying for many, many of years. And for a lot of you, this is, a, a it makes you cry. It's grueling. You feel like it's death. You feel like you're mourning a part of yourself. A lot of us are so used to it that we are afraid to move away from our old selves. It was what kept us protected. We created those things as a means of protection. It's like a king or a queen. You know, you are behind the castle walls, right? And then let's say that your rite of passage after you turn a certain age is to leave the castle. You're leaving the protection. You're leaving those walls. And you're on your own now. Okay? That is a scary thing. When you're used to almost navigating in a way where you can influence other people to do i wouldn't say the fighting for you but the parts that you lack and then you're left To do those things on your own is scary. Because now you have figured out your ass does not have a plan or a system. So yes, it is a scary situation. You're leaving the nest almost, let's say. That's what this rite of passage is. It's like you're leaving the nest. But at the same time... You have to understand that you have to do this. To find yourself, because you're hiding yourself. So to find yourself, you have to look at yourself as an anomaly to discover. Okay, this is where your masculine energy and your feminine energy kind of play together, okay? You have to entice the feminine aspect of yourself to follow along with the actions of the masculine aspect of yourself, okay? The masculine is the enactor. He is the penetrator, he penetrates ideas into the mind of the feminine. The feminine takes that and if it makes a, a, if it makes a big enough impression in her, she will take it and she will birth something of it out of it. So look at this journey of discovering yourself as an experience. Of two energies getting to know each other. And playfully playing with one another. And it's literally a marriage within yourself. For so long, you were told that there was nothing in you worth discovering. Bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of you to discover. You just have to be committed enough to yourself. You see how how you're so worried about what other people like. What other people's favorite colors are. How to cook to their palate. How to dress to their you know, to their liking. That same energy that you do that same wanting to discover. Do it with yourself. That's what That's what the Eight of Cups is talking about. This is a time of discovery. And in this time of discovery, you have to sit with yourself. So you can know yourself. You can't have background noise or any of that but look at it as a time of beauty. Like tonight, sit with yourself. And I want you to write all of the things that when you were a kid made you feel like you were in an adventure. And although it was the most mundane things to adults, and it didn't make no sense, like you playing with dirt, or you looking at worms, right? To adults, what is that? But to you that was you were fascinated by it. You were fascinated by its process. At butterflies, caterpillars. You know, when you would do projects in school and you would look at the caterpillar, how it cocooned itself. And I'm pretty sure every day in class, you would go to that glass just to look at the process. Just to look what else has changed. You weren't worried about what the butterfly looked like afterwards. No, you were... inspired by every day you saw change and process in that butterfly or in that caterpillar while it was cocooned. And then when it bursts out of it, it's like magic. And then you want to see it again and again and again. That's how you have to look at your shadow work. You have to think of your shadow work as a process of transformation and metamorphosis. Look at yourself. Every day, it doesn't matter if you look rough, if you look tired, if you don't feel the prettiest. But look at that as the process of your metamorphosis fall in love with it fall in love with it that's the key to this understanding that all parts of you might not be as pretty you're not always going to be 100 but fall in love with it fall in love with the process athletes What keeps them going, it's not the wins. It's not the championship rings. It's the process. Every season they work to get better and better and better and better. They fall in love with that process. It becomes a part of their makeup it becomes a part of their identity it becomes a part of their belief because they fall in love with it it is painful but as you start making those changes those subtle changes because you you have to make the changes you can't think the same you can't do the same Okay. So the first thing is love the process of who you are and stop hiding yourself. That is the first belief you're going to work on this week. Every day you are going to wake up. And the key is to not hide yourself. But also is not hide the process of who you are now and what you're going through. I'm not telling you you have to be all over the place and emotional. But allow yourself to be who you are. Not the mask that you're wearing every day so people can accept you and think you're cool. Know what's underneath it. Every day, have a conversation with it. Every day, tell it you love it. Because I do it when I wake up in the morning. And I do my morning rituals. So, it's time. It's time. Yesterday, I pulled a card. And again, it spoke about balance and authenticity. Today, I pulled two cards again. Well, this one, and it speaks about not hiding yourself. These waters are not waters that you're used to. They're dark and murky. But if you never jump in those waters, you will never know what's underneath. You have to allow yourself, like a flower, like a plant, plant the seed and let the process happen. If you lose things, let the process happen. If you gain, let the process happen. But be open to it. Don't stop it. Be empathetic with yourself and compassionate through this because I know this feels like death. You're mourning it and it hurts. And that's why... I see a lot of twos as well when it comes to when I pull cards for identity because it seems that a lot of people are still stuck in that crossroads of should I pick me or should I continue on with this system? The A of Cups is also telling you that you have already outgrown this situation, this, this way of thinking, this system. You've outgrown it a long time ago. You just have not been paying attention. But you've outgrown it a long time ago. And the universe has been trying to tell you A, but you weren't listening. So what did it do? It kind of had to sit you on your behind. So you could pay attention. Because if you were out and about, it wasn't going to happen. You're going to think everything is still cool and whatever. And if I lose something, it's cool because I can recuperate it. Nah. In this one, they had to sit you down. They had to sit all of us down. Right? So now I pull, so here's the eight of cups. And that little booger right there, that's you or us. And we already have our grown. So it's time to move along. But then I also pulled the six of wands. I love these cards so much. They're so beautiful. Let me hurry up because my time is almost up. The six of wands. When I'm seeing this from the from the aspect of the shadow. In the aspect of the journey, in the aspect of all of that. Don't look at any of this as you losing or failure. Many of us look at, are looking, some of us might be looking at it as failure. Don't look at it as failure. Take pride in the progress that you have made. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself in the progress that you have made. You have to... Every step that you make, I'm not telling you you have to over-cheer But it is a step closer to glory. It is a step closer to that purpose. And whether you have setbacks, whether you fall, get back up, be grateful. Be grateful and take pride in it. So, what I was saying, because I had to, I'm um, adding another segment to the podcast. Don't be ashamed of this process. All right. The Six of Wands. still see this as um, I always interpret it as a shadow. Okay. I'm not interpreting it. I'm interpreting it as from within. You can interpret it um, how you want it. But I'm seeing it as this. A lot of us although we're still holding on to old beliefs Especially this one. And I know a lot of us say like, yeah, I'm me all the way. But there's still parts of you that you still sort of hide. So it's like you're not 100% truthful with yourself. So, I see the wands as this, and I see the cups as this. As you work with this belief system and you start to release it, and you start to let go of it, right? And you start to notice things about yourself. Do not be afraid, and do not become overwhelmed. When you start to see things fall out of your space. Or suddenly remove itself out of your space. It's needed because you are now elevating to a different frequency. Elevating to a different wavelength. You can't progress. And you can't heal. the environment remains the same so you will see that things will start to fall and almost naturally as you you do the healing at first you think it's like oh my god what the heck is happening but what you're not understanding is the shift as these things are happening It is so easy to become frustrated and become angry and feel hopeless. Because it feels like the world is falling. It's crashing. You might be losing your job. That relationship that you thought was so secure is not secure no more. You thought your finances were in order, but your finances were in order. It's all highlighted so you can go through that process of changing that system with this is you hiding yourself okay take pride in it and understand that it's discovering yourself Show gratitude, even for your triggers, even for your meltdowns, show gratitude. Because that is something that needed to be released and you have been holding it for a long time. So when it came out, be grateful that you finally released it because now it does not have a hold on you anymore. It had a hold on you because you were holding on to it. As you start to be more of your true self and you take more pride in your authentic self, in who you are, okay? Everything else starts to fall into place with you. Everything. Things that seem to not come so easily come easily. Because you're operating from a different system. You're operating from you. So now you know what you need, what you want around you. None of it is what others said that was supposed to be in your space. So take pride in that. Be grateful in that. Don't be afraid of it. Cry if you have to. Write if you have to. Um, I wouldn't say drink if you have to. Um, it's not, it's, I don't think that's the best thing to do. But feel feel it feel everything fall in love with yourself fall in love whether it's you without makeup you having dark circles you don't have the best skin whatever it is fall in love with your transformation because I promise you it's not that scary it really isn't so I hope today you guys do the exercises. Pick you can pick um hiding your your true self as one of the identities. Um and then you can pick one of your own that you have been struggling with a belief or a habit whatever it is and start breaking it down. Start breaking it down. Okay, start breaking down and I'm not going to go through the whole breakdown. Just go back to one of my old videos. I think it was the one yesterday. And I kind of um went through how to break down the triggers. And not only that, how to give your triggers space to be, um, to respond. Because remember, you're not the only one that's the mirror. The person that's your triggers also, you're also their mirror. So, yeah all right so that's all i wanted to say for today i might speak a little bit later on on a little bit of some ways to go about you know shaping uh shaping not shaping but starting to really change your habits and your way of thinking um and you are going to need a pen if you want to um participate You're going to need a pen and a pen. A pen and a pencil. And we can work with whatever. um, Limited belief system you have. And what we're going to do. Is that we are going to. Do compounding. Or what they call. Stacking. In coaching. When they do life coaches. And they are helping you they help you stack habits Um, and we're gonna do that with belief systems for every negative or old belief system you are going to stack one that elevates or adds to your routine through the day or adds to you, whatever it is to you. But we're going to learn stacking. So that's one thing I wanted to um, teach was stacking. But yeah, that's it. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Continue on with the work. Um, I am available for readings. I am available for readings. <laughs> the reason why I laugh is because I see um, the cards so differently now. they're not the same. I used to see them like so pretty, but now I can see like like oh there's storms and stuff. but yes, I am available, but what I'm available for is to help you identify a shadow. That you need help with to um, change the belief system behind it or the identity behind it or to even figure out the source so that's what I'm available for I'm not available to do general readings or anything like that I am available to help you identify your shadow and what's systems you need to let go of or beliefs and i can teach you how to do that as well um with probing questions basically probing questions that i've been asking myself um but yes again thank you so much this is Munin aka the raven continue healing continue doing the work and again as always you are not alone you are supportive